You're listening to Veg Your Best. There has never been a more important time to be vegan. And here at Veg Your Best, we want to help you limit and eliminate the consumption of animal products without feeling deprived, overwhelmed, or unsupported. My name is Michelle Olander. I'm a life coach, and I want to show you that living vegan is actually a superpower, and it's going to unlock your possibilities and give you the confidence to take on any goal you want by doing it your way. If I could go vegan in my 50s with all my excuses, I know that you can start moving in that direction too. Veg your best and there's nothing you can't do. Episode 116, The Dark Side of Gratitude. Happy Thanksgiving, my veggie besties. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Friendsgiving. And recently I've heard the holiday rebranded as Thanks Living to describe a Thanksgiving table that contains no dead animals. And you know, this year my daughter has the weight of Thanksgiving and Thanks Living on her shoulders for the first time because our other daughter, who lives quite near her, is expecting her first baby very shortly. And we don't want her to travel. So my husband and I are going to be going to New York State for the first Thanksgiving that I have not cooked in many, many years. And I'm going to post some photos of it on Instagram because I'll have all kinds of free time as long as she allows it. And you do follow Veg Your Best on Instagram, I hope. But as it is two days before Thanksgiving when this episode drops, I want to keep this one a little short. Well, I say that all the time, and it's not always as short as I as I intend. But if you have a long drive or you want to listen to something longer, I refer you to our extensive back catalog here, or to the last couple of episodes, which were interviews with top vegans Lucia Grillo and Tommy Kane. And if you're looking for a longer Veg Your Best podcast, the interviews are usually are usually around 60 minutes. But today, I wanted to keep it a little bit briefer and I wanted to offer I wanted to offer a somewhat controversial, possibly unpopular hot take on the concept of gratitude this Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is based well, on the idea of giving thanks, on the idea of gratitude. And don't get me wrong, I'm not against gratitude as such, per se. But I have seen in my own life, and I see it frequently in my clients' lives, the way we often use this idea of gratitude, of being thankful, of counting our blessings against ourselves. For example... So many of my clients, so many of my clients will talk themselves out of ideas and goals and challenges and change with with these arguments like, well, here I am talking about asking for a raise when I should just be grateful I have a job. I must look so greedy to everyone. Or a 
comment like, listen to me, listen to me wanting to completely stop eating meat. My grandparents couldn't even afford meat, but once a week, I must seem so entitled. And my family, look at my family. I'm so fortunate to have my partner and my kids. Why am I trying to upset everything by taking away the animal products that I actually raised them on? It so often sounds like if I change things, if I focus on, go ahead, you fill in the blank. If I focus on my art or writing a book or starting a business, if I focus on investing in a new project, redoing my office, getting a personal trainer, going back to school, volunteering with a community group, going to a yoga class, cooking more plant-based meals, whatever it is, if I invest in that, whether it's a matter of investing money or attention, time, energy, we think it will take away from the things we've already got, the people we love, the people we're committed to, the responsibilities we already have. And Lord knows, if you're like me, Lord knows I'm not doing those things all perfectly. So what right do I have to add something else into the list. Sometimes it sounds a little like, you know, I shouldn't start a vegan practice right now. No, because honestly, I have so much else going on. It wouldn't even be fair to my family or to my friends or my colleagues who are expecting me to do what I've already done, what I've always done. After all, these people are my greatest blessing, right? Yes, okay, I really want to change my job, but that would just upset everything right now. You know, I'm lucky I have the schedule worked out with my husband and babysitter and after school care. And yes, I know I really do want to organize the basement so I can use it as an office or as an exercise space. But my partner's working so hard right now. I'm so grateful for them and how hard they work. I should really just drop it. I should really just be quiet. I should really just count my blessings. So don't misunderstand me. <laughs> don't, please. I'm not saying that you should be unconcerned about the people and the responsibilities and the commitments in your life. But I will say that it's a fact that I have never coached anyone who was unconcerned about the people and obligations in their lives. Instead, what I see all the time is how many of us, yes, me included, what I see all the time is how many of us hide behind the people we love most. I see how many of us are waiting for some literally impossible time in the fantasy future when all the people we love are set, all the things on our to-do list are crossed off, at that point, that would all have to be arranged before we can do something that does not have an immediate, obvious, tangible, measurable benefit for our family members. Never happens. So this season, when you are talking about counting your blessings, when you are thinking about Thanksgiving and what you were thankful for, check in with yourself. Does your list of blessings give you a feeling of 
of fullness and support and connection and confidence? Does it give you a feeling of excitement about what else is possible for you? Or does it sometimes leave you feeling, mm, yeah, grateful, but also sort of undeserving and a little like you haven't been doing all you should do and maybe a bit overwhelmed as if you've dropped the ball? Just me? <laughs> yeah. Well, that still comes up for me, too. Because so many of us, we've been powerfully socialized to think, look, look how lucky I am. How is it that I can still want something else, something different, something more? You know, if I do that, it'll just be an extra problem for everyone. It will upset someone for sure. It might mean I have to tap dance around this family member or try and sell someone else on the idea. You know, I really shouldn't. After all, I am so lucky to have this life, these loved ones. I'm so lucky to have this job, so fortunate to have this home, right? These are good problems. I shouldn't, I shouldn't even say it out loud that I want more, that I want something to change. I shouldn't even admit that I even want to try another way of living or working. This is what I mean about the dark side of gratitude. When we use gratitude against what we want, against what we want to try or do or build or create, you know, I've shared this before, uh, more than once on the pod. I was unable to really commit to a vegan practice, even after years of being, remember this, an excusitarian? I think that was episode four, way back then. Because being an excusitarian, the way I looked at it, meant that I was vegan unless I had what I thought was an excuse. And that excuse was virtually always Somebody else may be being uh, inconvenienced in some way or annoyed or someone else feeling like they weren't going to have what they wanted or couldn't enjoy what they wanted if I didn't have uh, something with animal products in it. So that's what being an excusitarian meant. I was unable to commit to a vegan practice until, until my husband was facing going on medication for his cholesterol. And then I asked him to be plant-based until dinner every day for six weeks, maybe it was eight weeks, around that. And in solidarity, I would commit to being vegan. Now, that was before I was exposed to coaching. So in my mind, in my mind, that situation allowed me finally to have some sort of family-focused permission to commit to veganism. Because until then, I could not figure out how to do it just because I wanted to. I could not figure out how to do it just because I thought it was important, just because it was what I thought was right. I needed to figure out how to make it seem less problematic somehow for my family, particularly my husband, and not just some change that I wanted to throw into the mix. Because who was I? 
Who was I to change things after all those years? Couldn't I just mostly eat veggies and not make it a big deal for anyone else? Wasn't I so lucky? Why did I need to mess with things? But once I could pretend that we were doing this primarily for my husband's health, problem solved in my brain. Okay? And kids, I have wasted a lot of time and energy that way. That's why I do this, because I really hope fewer of us waste as much time as I have. And it was coaching, truly, that helped me more than anything else stop hiding. And no, I did not leave my husband after this change. He didn't leave me. My kids, my kids did move out, but they were, they are all married and they're parents now. And so I think that's to be expected. I don't think it had to do with my eating habits. And I don't think it had to do with eliminating animal products from our lifestyle as much as possible. And my daughter, my daughter is making me a plant-based Thanksgiving this week. So it worked out okay. And I have more in my life than ever before. And no, no, I'm still not fully taking care of everything. And yes, I do still drop the ball. I still neglect areas of my life. And as far as I can see, that's par for the course for having a normal life. So this Thanksgiving, and every day I hope, I hope you have many, many blessings to count. And I hope you have many, many things to be thankful for. I know, I know even in my life that I am, I'm also thankful for the sad things that have happened and the way we got through them or the things we learned along the way. And if when you feel thankful, when you feel grateful, if you then also feel a weight, if you get a sense that you are somehow wrong to want more, and that you shouldn't need anything else, and that your problems are so lucky, such lucky problems that you should be kind of ashamed for even thinking that, I want you to have this little voice in your head that says, yeah, that's just the dark side of gratitude. That's all it is. You know, maybe, maybe real gratitude, maybe real gratitude for this random, this statistically improbable cascade of events that you call your life. Maybe real gratitude for it is to try new things and build and create and follow your dreams, follow your ideas, to create practices that speak to your soul and your heart and your intellect. And maybe true gratitude is just demonstrating to your family and friends what it means to grow and be alive and to take on challenges. Maybe really being thankful for this life means living in a way that reflects what's possible and not just how to get through it in a way that doesn't upset anyone. Okay, kids. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all my veggie besties, no matter no matter when you're listening to this episode. And even if you're not someone who celebrates this holiday, look for where that dark side of gratitude 
sometimes shows up in your life. Notice when you think that doing what you want is just going to make things harder. No one else really benefits just because you play small or neglect what it is that you want. And it's so often the reason I hear my clients say they don't think they can move towards a vegan practice right now or they can't live the way they want to. If you want to examine that in your life, let's talk because I am finally, finally (laughs) accepting some new clients to formally start in the new year. But because I can never wait to coach my people, we will be able to have some extra coaching sessions before the new year starts. And I want to thank you all, all of you for being part of my audience, part of my community, part of the work I put out in the world and part of the world that inspires me. And if you are grateful for this podcast or any other podcast you value, on behalf of all podcasters, please rate or review or share them because it truly, truly does make a difference. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving, kids. And until then, veg your best. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.